episode, everybody. Welcome out to the weekend wrap-up with the Game Time Guru with Miles. Okay, so we're just getting done, getting swole. If you guys didn't know, Miles and I are working on our swole game. Isn't that right, Miles? Yeah, sure. That's what the kids call it these days. Yeah. So today, we started off with a little bit of running, sprinting for 20 minutes. And uh, I'll have to say, dude, I was pretty exhausted. How about you? Uh, yeah, I was trying not to breathe too loud. Like, I didn't want to let people think I was actually dying because I, I couldn't breathe on the treadmill. I was trying to act tough, but, oh, man, I was about to die. Yeah, dude. And I'll tell you who else, like, uh, didn't run this weekend. That was the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Oklahoma City Thunder ran all over them. I'm not sure if you caught that game or even caught the box score, uh, but it was unreal. I've I've never seen that before. Um, at one point, they were up, like, 146 to 117, like, Cavs couldn't match with them. So my question is regarding this, though, like, do you feel like the Cleveland Cavaliers are in trouble as their team stands right now? Uh, I mean, as it stands right now, yeah. You got LeBron James and a bunch of old people. I don't think that – I think obviously they'll make some moves at the trade deadline. I don't know if it's going to get them any closer. This reminds me of, like, LeBron's first stint in Cleveland, right? Like, they kept trying to add pieces and giving away other pieces. Just before LeBron left, it kind of left them – empty-handed. So remember, like, they got Shaquille O'Neal, they had all these other people coming in just that they were hoping would, like, I don't know, resurrect their career or add a little bit here and there. And I think they're in trouble as it stands right now. They'll add some pieces, but I don't think it's going to help them. Like, it's the Warriors and the Rockets championship to lose this year. But LeBron James still the best player in the NBA, I think. Uh, but he's got no help, and you can't win with no help. I agree. And I honestly think the Cavs, like, may not – like, I, I think they still can run the East. Uh, but like you said, I, I'm with you in regards to even if they make a change, they're talking about bringing in DeAndre Jordan, um, which I believe would be great defensively, but he can't shoot free throws, so he's a liability at the end of the game. Um, so that would suck even if they made the finals against one of those two teams you just mentioned. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think any moves they make right now are actually going to put them in the front lane of uh, – the, the title contention. I think it is, like you said, the Rockets and the Warriors, which let's talk about the Rockets real quick. They're surprising me, man. And I just saw a stat line, like they are 17-0, or they were 17-0, with Chris Paul and James Harden and Clint Capella in the lineup this year. So they're three main guys, I, I should say. And then they got some great role players. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Rockets? Man, I they I come together because right James Harden and Chris Paul that's like a superstar duo. I they always kind of struggle to, to mesh from the beginning and then you know sometimes it takes them a year or two or it just doesn't work at all. Uh these guys came in and it just works like if they can both stay healthy, Harden usually stays healthy, but if Chris Paul can stay healthy, that's a good team. Um I just kinda of thought it was gonna be like the repeat of Harden and Dwight Howard, kind of two superstars trying to play together, but it's worked well and they're what, they've won two of three against the Warriors or something like that. I don't remember the stat line. I'm not the best or smartest with that. But, yeah, I think they're going to give Golden State a run for their money. And, I mean, I'd love to see them in the championship. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, P.J. Tucker, he he's the man, dude. So, good thing they brought him in. So Yeah, P.J. Tucker. Okay, <laughs> uh, real quick, we got to talk about the – uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Obviously, Tom Brady's going back for another Super Bowl. Could be a sixth ring after the the defeat of the Jaguars yesterday. Um, and then we also had 
the Eagles uh, putting a beat down on the Vikings. So it wasn't really a surprise to me about the Patriots. It was more of like the upset story if the Jacksonville Jaguars could come in there and make an upset. Uh, they they played hard, and they almost did it, and which was very surprising to me. They came in there, and they got after Tom Brady. They knocked him down quite a bit. But him going back, doesn't that doesn't surprise me. They're, they're a better coach team, and probably – not even probably. They are the best team I've probably seen in my lifetime. Their organization's phenomenal. But I want to talk about the Eagles specifically. What impresses you about the Eagles, whether we love them or hate them, I wanted the Vikings to win, but I have to give respect to the Eagles. What what impresses you about the Eagles the most? Uh, being able to adjust to whoever they're playing, right? Like they keep. Uh, I think they lost. They lost their best lineman in the middle of the year. They've lost a couple of other key players. They lost. Obviously, they lost Wentz. And you know, I think their coach said, "Ever since then, you guys have written us off." And somehow they keep making adjustments to <laughs> beat whoever's in front of them. And that's like that's what it takes to win championships is being able to adjust, like. In baseball, you know, it's kind of a chess game. Uh, football, you always think it's more like, okay, it's the quarterback and defense, but at the same time, you've got to put the right pieces in the right place. That's why Belichick is one of the greatest coaches ever. I mean, shoot, he had a wide receiver, Troy Brown, playing quarterback because it was a better matchup against, like, the Chargers and because he's out of pieces, but he finds a way to win. He makes adjustments and wins, and that's exactly what the Eagles have done. So that's what's impressed me the most. Nick Foles, I mean, he has some of those games when, it, you know, him and Vic, when Vic went down back, uh, what, like four or five years ago. And so, like, that's not – surprising um, that he put up those numbers, but I mean, he's still, I don't think he's a good quarterback and the Eagles are going to have to play like a flawless game in two weeks if they want to win. You're absolutely right. Uh, Foles, though, like I want to talk about the adjustments. I've said it before. I, I think that the, the injury to Wentz was at the perfect time because it gave Foles an opportunity to actually get a rhythm before the end of the season, um, kind of get used to the offense. And then the coaching staff was able to see, okay, well, Foles can't just step back and throw the ball. It's just not his strength. That's why he didn't succeed when he left Philly the first time. Because he can't. He's not a pocket passer. He doesn't just step back and go. But what he does do well is if you can get him with one-on-one coverages with a good receiver, he's accurate enough to get him the ball, which is what you have to ask in a quarterback. Foles was doing that. It, it's a fake handoff, RPOs, stuff like that to get him in, in the single coverage, uh, throwing up to your receivers like Torrey Smith and Alshon Jeffrey. And they are looking really good. And Foles is doing what you have to ask of him, and that's just to make – passes, uh, complete the easy ones and make a few difficult throws here and there, and they're doing well. Um, just real quick, who are you going for in the Super Bowl, though? I know you like Tom Brady, so I'm wondering if, you, if you're going for the Patriots or if you if you want to see Ajayi from Boise State get a Super Bowl ring. Oh, man, like, I really do like Tom Brady, but I, you know, you get tired of the same team's women. I, I hate Alabama and Nick Saban because they somehow find a way to, to win. Uh, the Patriots, like, while I love Tom Brady, I like Tom Brady's like, I guess, mentality and his, I guess, drive to win. But other than that, you know, I'm not cheering for the Patriots. I want the Eagles to win. But I just, I don't know, man. Even when they were losing to Jacksonville, you just had that feeling like, okay, they're they're down 10 at the beginning of the fourth. Like, all right, well, Patriots are going to win this because it's not, you know, three scores. And, I mean, I hope the Eagles surprise me and win. Yeah, I'm looking for that too. Um, I don't want it to be an Alabama and New England uh, football year. That would suck, uh, but I have a feeling it's going to happen. But I'm also, I think, even as a Cowboys fan, I, I kind of want to see Ajayi get a ring. Because uh, who, who knows, next year, next, this, this is why my, my uncle always told me, man, 
uh, you got to take each year. You can't take it for granted because it, you never know in the NFL what's going to happen. Obviously, this season was extremely weird. But next season, you've got the Niners coming up. Uh, you got the Seahawks who could possibly be in contention, the Rams. Like, the NFC is going to be crazy. It, the, the Cowboys may make adjustments. So you never know if you're an Eagles fan if you're going to make it back. I mean, obviously they're going to be good if Wentz comes back fully healthy, but you never know. So I'm hoping that the Eagles can get one because I don't know. You never know if they're going to make it back. We always see the Patriots there, but you never know from the other squads who's going to be there. So, um, And when you said flawless, they got to play a flawless game. I saw a stat line this morning that the Patriots have the fewest penalties called on them in this playoff series, I think either in the history or it tied a record. Um, and yesterday they only had one penalty called on them. And some may call that bias from the refs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and some may call it very disciplined football. I think it's a mixture. Well, I think it's actually more disciplined football, to be honest with you. It's a good coaching staff from the Patriots. So the Eagles have to match that. You can't make stupid mistakes. The Jaguars had a few costly penalties at the end of the first half, which I believe ruined the momentum. And, uh, and it, they, were, they were the right calls. And so you've got to play disciplined football against the Patriots. I'm hoping the Eagles win. Oh, man. Okay. What uh, was your favorite thing from the sports world this weekend, Miles? Oh, man. There wasn't really much to love. Like, all the teams I was here for lost. Boise State lost to Nevada. Uh, Boise State, I don't know, man. They have a good record, but I don't think they're as good as, like, their record indicates. I mean, but uh, my favorite thing from the sports weekend I think it had to be the Vikings fans going on the steps in Philadelphia and doing the skull chant, even though it came back to fight them. And the Eagles fans turned the skull chant and the Foles chant. Like, uh, probably that. That was just kind of cool. I love it when fans come together and, and do that kind of stuff. It's just fun to watch. Absolutely, man. That's like the whole reason we love sports. There's passion behind it from the fan bases as well as the players. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap this up with the weekend wrap up with Miles and I. Um, Make sure to stay tuned for Friday's episode. i got a good one coming for y'all in regards to having a Boise State legend on the show. It's going to be a great one, informative, and you guys will probably have some flashbacks if you remember Boise State basketball. Back but on the show Friday? Yeah, absolutely, man. Miles was this great point guard back in 1997 when he was in, like, third grade. So you guys will really want to watch that or listen to it because it's not on video. It's audio. Anyways, so we'll talk to you guys on Friday. We hope you guys like the show, and uh, have a great week.